Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start Ed Up podcast. Crucial conversations. That means it's Friday. I'm joined with Jamal Crook. Jamal, how you doing? Man, I'm doing excellent, man. So we've been talking about money this month and uh, last week's podcast. Awesome. Uh, I love the side hustle talk. I love the being able to find opportunities talk. But let's also talk some dollars and cents. And I'm going to really enjoy this podcast because you have a different perspective because you are at a very small uh, Mm -hmm. private school. Yes, yes, yes. That has a much different funding model than a school such as mine. I am a teacher at a school that's, I think, enrollment this year was 3,100. Oh, as a high school, oh, you've been there. You see, it's a it's a nice big high school. Yeah, man. It's a, I call it the castle. Yes, <laughs> with my Hogwarts like library. Yeah, love that library, man. So, um, I, one year, uh, like I, it became known to me, uh, a student was kind of like railing against the system, and he was saying, "How dare you sell your soul to?" It was either a Pepsi or Coke. I forget which one. And he was complaining that, I mean, this was a kid that just didn't like capitalism at all, which I always find funny because he, he made a lot of tweets on, on his iPhone. Um, <laughs> but uh, he was saying, you know, like, look, because uh, I, I try to say, I'm like, well, it's not that bad. We offer the diet drinks. And no, boy, that, un, that uncorked him because he's like, well, the diet drinks are worse for you and blah, blah, blah. He's like, you're exchanging yeah. money for unhealthy drinks. And you know what? It got me thinking because like this school was where I, the school where I was at, not the current one, because I, to be honest with you, I'm not sure who. And frankly, I don't even talk about my current school on this podcast for the obvious reasons. But the former one, I like I, I do remember they offered a, like a golf outing. And again, I can't remember whether it was Pepsi or Coke, but obviously we were exclusive to their machines. Right. You couldn't have the competitor's machine and they. It was a nice golf outing. Now, what kind of money did they pull in? I don't know. But the ethical question was, should public schools accept private sponsorships? Thoughts? The, the question is, not only do they, but it's an absolute necessity. Um, <laughs> like, schools are you know, outside. We talked Okay, schools, we talked about teacher pay last um, episode. But schools are really underfunded. So even if you, you know, increase the pay of teachers, right? Well, teachers typically go into their own pockets and buy things for the classroom, right? Because once you kind of get there, you get your key, you know, oh, I want technology or I want this, I want that. You typically don't don't have those additional resources. So it's an absolute necessity for schools to have partnerships, especially paying partnerships. And the thing that schools have going for them or school districts is they have a collection of people. They have a market that, you know, if you have 3,100 people in the school, And, you know, when I taught high school, I would tell all of my high school, it's like, you will never, you will never have a time where you have access to this many people on a daily basis. So if you're trying to go to school for business, right now is a perfect time to start one and to 
tap into this market right here. So that way, when you leave, you have a lot of connects that support your business because you can interact with these people every day. It's almost like having an affair. But schools absolutely need those private sponsorships. Yeah. Like yeah. schools should literally look up, you know, those little, um, you know, in the ceiling, you know how they have those. Uh, I don't know what they're called, but like you can like move them up. Like it's not like a you know wooden ceiling, like a continuous one, but it's like a almost like a cardboard, not cardboard. Oh, those like, drop down ceilings. Yeah, those drop down ceilings. Oh yeah, the, like, the panels. The panels, right? Yeah. School, schools. If you have a lunchroom with panels, right, you should be going out into your community, getting those things painted, <laughs> right, and selling the ceiling. Like every, like every, so when kids look up, they see ads. Hey, I like where you're going. Although, no, obviously, again, you have a much different perspective because of school size. Um, I'm not going to say that my school is overfunded by any means because uh, I know there's a lot of public schools. I mean, look, the reality is, depending on what your tax base is and depending on what state you live in, et cetera, et cetera, um, some schools have it better than others. But I think that you represent something. Like it's leaner and meaner where you're at for sure. Well, well, yeah. Like, but you you think? I mean, you know, if you if you, I mean, you, like you said, your tax base really means a lot. Um, yeah. Especially if your um, school district is not centralized in their in their uh, spending. So if you have decentralized spending in your school and low socioeconomic neighborhood, you're going to have some funding problems. Yeah. Like. We talked about side hustles for teachers. Schools need side hustles, right? Schools oh, have to ooh, <laughs> ooh. Well, l- let me let me pause you there because you're right. Not every school. I mean, like I can only imagine, uh, like LeBron James, that's about ready to start a school. Um, obviously, it's going to be decked out. Now, the school probably five miles away isn't as funded. Now that can set off all sorts of jealousy and like, well, I ain't fair. And I understand that. I respect it. Um, And I'm not throwing hate at any school. Like there's some, I'm just going to pick on Texas a little bit because I love Texas. And there's been some schools that I went to that I'm like, nah, -uh." Mm -hmm. and I'm saying that out of love and reverence. I'm not like, well, sucks for me. Cause I'm no, 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 no. There is nothing in there, but uh, like, I don't know if I should do this and name any by name, but like, there, <laughs> I'm not going to do it because there are some that I was like, I want my kid to go here. <laughs> you know, I was all ready to move. Yeah. Um, and, and like, they clearly have funding, right. whether it be the, you know, the, 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 you know, whatever club of, of that town or just maybe their, their tax base or, or their, their policies are better in place. But back to your original point, there's a lot of schools that are really underfunded and this, they need their side hustle too. Let's set some ground rules. What's like, do we go all NASCAR? You know, do we have a, you know, sponsored uniforms where the logos are on their jerseys? Hmm. Well, I said I think, that to be facetious. No, no, I know. No, I'm, man, that's, these are all great ideas. <laughs> I think, I think as long as it doesn't interfere with the school day, it doesn't, you know, Christian school where I'm at, as long as it doesn't interfere with your or con- directly conflict your your morals as a school, your mission and vision statement, and it's not a distraction. The, the problem with schools is this, or school districts, 
And 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 I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna challenge a lot of a lot of thought. If if I went to school for social studies, I have a social studies degree, right? And I want to be an administrator, right? Now, administrative positions range from you know assistant principal all the way up to you know the superintendent, right? of a school district. Typically all you need is your basic master's degree and then you can do, you know, your superintendent thing, right? So it ranges, right, from from those, right? If I have a social studies degree and you put me over the financial department of the school district, right? I'm an administrator. I've I've met my goal, but what do I really know about money? What do I really know about making money? I know one school district um, lost like a hundred million dollars. How do you lose a hundred million dollars? We don't know where it went. We don't know where it went. Ouch. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, you can't tell us where the $100 million went. No, we, we can't, we can't tell you. Um, so we have to adjust some things. Well, well, if you have the social studies guy and I'm just, and, and this is like, I'm, I'm being very harsh right now, but if you have the social studies guy over, you know, the finances, right? How do you expect the, the the schools to actually you know make enough money to be funded? So I think that's part of the problem. I think I think another thing is with with sponsorships. Like if you if you are the principal of the school, you you have um, a responsibility to make sure that your school is well funded. I know of one principal who had who had about four hundred grand in a discretion in, in a discretionary account because he was just a hustler and he made sure that his school had things. He, he utilized the resources around him to have 400 grand. So he could really do what other schools could not do, but he hustled that. You know what I mean? Did, so now, I did think, he, did he take some criticism for that? No, he built that over time. Yeah. It's great, well, great with but, money. You know, you have to be good with, you have to be good with money because, because if you want, if you want, if you want your kids to learn, you better be able to hire great teachers. Bottom line. Yeah. <clears throat> Need mm. money to hire great teachers. Yeah. Right. Cause, cause I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, if, if, you know, if, if I can get, if I can get five highly effective teachers at, at my school, in my most, in my most severe need, um, uh, classrooms, right? And I can offer an extra six grand that the other school doesn't offer because I have some discretionary funds that I can use for like, you know, whatever. I can offer you an extra six grand. You're probably you're probably going to come to my school, especially if you're a good fit. Because good teachers are low maintenance. So let's go over some other ground rules, though. I mean, I, I agree accepting some of these into your school, but obviously we're going to say no tobacco sponsorship no alcohol sponsorship um Mm -hmm. but like (laughs) let's talk about ones that blurred the line right um can't do it if it blurs the line okay belongs yep okay like every single okay so this is where i get myself in trouble like i like Mm esports right i just do and let's just say uh, an esports company wants to sponsor you right so Mm -hmm. Let's just say, let's go with the cartoonish one. Let's just say that the company that that ha, uh, that offers Fortnite wants to sponsor. 
Well, sure. most parents aren't bothered by Fortnite, as witnessed by, you know, every <laughs> every household in America that has a kid under 15. Um, but they do offer games that are more violent. Do, right. you, do you accept them? Well, again, does it go against the mission and vision of your school? Right. In my school, we're a Christian school, so my kids are not playing. I'm, I'm not going to be involved in anything that would allow my kids to practice or meditate on killing something or someone. I don't, that's just not necessarily what we portray at my school. However, another school where that doesn't conflict with their mission and vision statement and it's esports, and, and if that is allowable within that community and, you know, something like that, you know, I'd, I'd take it to the PTO or the PTSA and say, Hey, here's what we're thinking. I think it's a good idea. Um, especially if your kids are playing it anyway, right? It's it's it's, it's not a bad thing. If, if if but you have to, as the principal or as the leader of that school, you have to determine: does it conflict with who we are? And if it doesn't, go for it. Okay, now and I agree with that. I agree with that. I just I in the day and age we live in now, uh, everybody's really skittish about almost that group identity thing. <clears throat> you know, when somebody says something stupid <clears throat> and then they go after their sponsors and say, how, could, how dare you sponsor a guy that says X, Y, or Z? Well, it's the, it's the same thing, but in reverse. So if your sponsor is all of a sudden part of, and I'm, I'm going to give like a really bad example, let's just mm-hmm. say like Remington. Well, I, mm-hmm. most schools wouldn't accept a gun, uh, but, but you know, something that's tied to something else. And all of a sudden they have a scandal on their hands and, and then the school's going, oops. Um, I, I, well, well, that's I think, a tough spot to be in. Well, yeah, it is. But, you know, if you're receiving sponsorships from anyone I'm, and then they go rogue, just like, you know, when, when Tiger Woods went crazy for a little while and I can say, hey, we're just ending our relationship. Um, on the reverse, and if you're a school and you're receiving sponsorships, like you, you, you have to teach good morals, right? We don't want to associate ourselves with anyone or anything as as a school entity, as an education system. We want it to be clean. Um, so if if they go rogue, then you have the obligation to show and demonstrate to your community that you're serious about values, right? And you say, well, hey, the sponsor was doing this since. Since then, we have, you know, cut ties and you find sponsors. Oh, I lost you. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Sorry. Back up again. Oh, what I was saying was, I was saying that, you know, what you have to do is you have to, um, as a school, you have to, if, if you have a situation that goes wrong with the sponsor, you have to demonstrate as a leader of that school, you have to demonstrate that you care about morals and all of the things that you mentioned in your mission and your vision statement. And if they go rogue or they do something or they associate and it's not conducive to the character and the values that you are trying to instill at your school, then you have to make the decision to say, okay, we're going to cut ties with this sponsor. We, we are no longer affiliated with them. Right. Take their logo off your website and move forward. Okay, so speaking of which, I mean, we're a show that's normally about innovation, and and you, you you came up with kind of a clever um, 
way. So when we talk about sponsorship at the beginning of the show, I talked about a, a vending machine in the cafeteria, but mm-hmm. what are some other creative ways? Like you're saying, like you sell, sell a ceiling tile in the cafeteria. What yeah. are some other creative ways that our schools could get funding, whether it be by the program or just to the school in general? Well, it, so one thing, it depends on two things that I think drive that the particular, the participation of parents at your school, all right? And then also the number of students that you have at your school, right? So from from there, if you have a great parent participation and a lot of students at your school, typically businesses want to get in. And I think, um, you know, outside of having your Coke machine, I mean, you don't always necessarily have to have a sponsor, but like you could, you could like work out a, you could work out a deal with um, maybe like Nestle, right? Or like one of these candy things, like, you know, you get into agreement with them if yeah. you, you know, put your logo up or we'll buy exclusively from you or whatever the case is, and we'll sell your candy products at our school, right? Give us a lower cost, we'll, we'll make a higher profit, but in exchange we'll hang, you know, you won't be in the ceiling, you'll be like on the door, Right. You could you could sell you could sell the, the naming rights to your stadium if your district will allow it. Yep. Um, you could you could sell you could sell the naming rights to your library. You could sell the naming rights to your cafeteria. Mm. Um, you could sell the naming rights to your parking lot. You could have a you could have a parking spot. You I mean, and don't and don't forget, like, don't think so much corporate sponsors, but think about your parental sponsors as well. Right. Yeah. So, so well, yeah, have, I mean, like uh, the, the classic take out an ad in the yearbook or school newspaper, we're so proud of you on graduation, $10 kind of thing. Yeah, right? but if, if, you're at, if you're at an elementary school, the number one thing that parents hate is sitting in that car line, right? If you have 10 parking spots that they can park in and you just walk their kid right out to them, and they don't ever have to wait in the car line. Or mm. let's say mm. you have one. Just you sponsor this parking spot for the year. Oh, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I can I can see all sorts of problems with that. I really well, can't. Well, but, well, but, well, no, but, but this is what we're here for. We'll I mean, do like a silent bid, right? You, yeah. you have them come and you do a silent bid, so that way nobody can, you know, outbid. And then the person who you know gives the most towards it, or whatever the case is. Yeah. You know they 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 have that parking spot for the year, and you know people will be mad, but it it's for the kids. So I I, I like some of your other ideas and, and things that I've seen come down. Like a, a lot of a lot of schools now have at least the field named after a corporate sponsor, uh, if not the stadium. And and here locally, a lot of um, car dealerships are doing that. Uh, it's just I, I obviously must be good for business that you know when they go to. <clears throat> their son's uh, high school football game or their daughter's, you know, basketball game or vice versa. They've got sponsorship rights and, and it's good. You know, it's supposedly good for everybody. Um, also, you, you brought on an interesting idea, you know, the science lab brought to you by, you know, Dow mm-hmm. chemicals or mm-hmm. the esports uh, room brought to you because we were thinking about doing that, you know, brought to you mm-hmm. by HyperX or Corsair or whatever. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I see, I see no problem with that. I see how it can be problematic, but when you get right down to it, like you said, if they've been vetted, if it's basically good enough for, you know, it, 
if it's being invited into your house and you don't have a problem with it ethically, then, then, it, you know, it's going towards the kids and subsidizing, you know, what the, what money we don't have. So uh, the, the only, the only one that this makes me pause is, is that, um, you know, last episode we were talking about, there were a select few teachers that got sponsorship deals with like companies and the most valid complaint I saw was, is that, well, they were in the right place at the right time. Now I could argue that and say they created their own right space and right time. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, a company that wants to sponsor, you know, your esports arena at your school is because you were probably blessed enough to have a school that wanted to have an esports arena. Um, so that, that one is hard, but I mean, here we are talking about side hustle and going out and finding yours. I think the schools that know how to brand their own school, and I, I will say this, I'm proudly says, uh, both of us know how to do that. Like you, you're already starting to create what was a tiny school into a bigger school because you know how to market it. And the school that I work for, Noblesville Schools, mm-hmm. like they 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 advertise, they put out public relations, you know, press yeah. releases and stuff because what they're yeah. doing is right, which in turns, shocker, finds more corporate sponsorship. So. Right. So, yeah. And, and like going back to, you know, one of my original points, school district leaders, principals, like you have an obligation to your, to your school to make sure that it's well-funded. Right. Um, because, you know, money really is the answer to a lot of, you know, our problems that we face in school, you know, if kids had technology, it would accelerate their learning. If kids had, you know, better teachers, and I say better teachers, but more highly effective teachers, if, if kids had access to opportunities, like how cool, you know, was it for the kids that, you know, the started a foundation took up to New York, right? Plane trips are not free, right? Yep. Uh, plane tickets are not free. Um, hotels are not free. Um, you know, Ron Clark School, they, they met President Obama, right? That that learning experience is something that, you know, those kids will never forget, but that that learning experience will free. So you have an obligation to your school to yeah. not only, you know, raise funds, but then you have obligations to those sponsors to, to show here's what we're doing with your money. Here's here's how we're making the impact. Here's here's really where it goes. And I think that transparency also helps because, I mean, I could hire my my best friend. And, you know, give them an extra $20,000, but that doesn't really help students, right? But if I'm doing things with that money and it's helping students, that's that's when you're going to always have. Well, yes, I totally agree. And then that's where some of our critics that will write, this is where they've got you, or both of us, is that when you said, I could write a check to one of my best friends, but that's not going to serve. This is why, and we're both good at this, that's why transparency is, is why we strive, is why we strive for transparency. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, these deals you do cut with the school and this, and, and the sponsor is because it's supposed to be good for your school and not just cronyism. Because I, I, I don't personally have a problem with some of the charter school methods, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but there are some that are like, well, there's a lot of crony capitalism involved. And, and when that happens, then I, I hate it as well. So you hit the nail on the head. You know, you you could possibly have some inside deals, but we don't, and that's why we're so 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 transparent with these kind of sponsorships. Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, transparency is definitely key because it 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 extends those 
um, relationships because you want to impact millions of kids and not just, you know. And on the other hand, the, the sponsors also want to look good. And, yeah. and this is you, you, kind of your point earlier to the victor goes the spoils. I mean, if, you're, if your school is killing it because you've got a great program in X, Y, or Z, then mm-hmm. those companies are like, well, heck yeah, we want to show everybody we support your school because your school is awesome. So yeah. in a lot of ways, go be awesome. <laughs> uh, no. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up and say, you know, what do you guys think? Uh, we're starting to get a lot more emails now. But again, if you want me to read your comment on the air, please say at the end of your email that I accept this can be read on air. Otherwise, we don't do it. Um, but what do you guys think? You know, your sponsorship, where do you draw the line? Did you agree with something Jamal and I brought up? Or do you think that we should go further? We'd like to know. Jamal, final thought. Lead us out. Transparency is key. Um, you can't, you can't move away from it. Um, and whatever you do in whatever sector that you're in or district that you're in, you have to be mindful that, you know, we do this show and, you know, schools are in existence because of students and, you know, their needs. So if you put those things at the forefront, um, of your mind and in your heart, then you will do a lot of good. That's all I got. So- very good. Well, there it is. Uh, again, uh, whether you agree or disagree with us, we'd like to hear from you. Heck, if you really have a great point, you want to have a counterpoint or a yes and, we might even throw you on the show. Uh, we'll love the show we do with Matthew. So if you have an interest in that, email us. You can find us. You can either drop us a line on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash start ed up. Or you can always email us directly. Jamal, what's your email address? Jamal at StartedUpInnovation.com. That's Jamal at StartedUpInnovation.com. And I'm Don at StartedUpInnovation.com. Until then, we hope you have a great weekend. And just reminding you, those opportunities are everywhere. We'll see you.